How many times have you said to yourself, I'm going to succeed, and yet you keep coming up short? You probably noticed that high achievers with heart do things differently, but you just can't put your finger on it. You're curious about why high achievers accomplish more and have more satisfying relationships. It's because success is the result of your mindset and the consistent actions you take. This show is designed with your success in mind. By revealing these powerful patterns of our dynamic individuals and guest experts, you can model what they do and apply to your future success now. Let's roll up our sleeves and get started. My name is Brigitte Höfele, and this is the Success Patterns Show. And welcome. Happy Tuesday, everyone. This is the Success Pattern Show, where we serve golden nuggets. Success patterns are more valuable than ideas. Let me explain. Ideas, while powerful, require trial and error, a lot of time to put into action. Thinking about, uh, let's say, manufacturing. First, you have an idea, then proof of concept, then a working prototype, then small production badges, and finally, full-scale production. This takes months, maybe even years. And you may have met some people who are collectors of ideas, but they do little else. Forget everything you've heard about ideas. You're not looking for ideas. You are looking for success patterns. Great news, you're at the right place at the right time. Success patterns are different. Success patterns are better. Why? Well, success patterns are proven, have a logical sequence of steps to follow, have an action imperative, and deliver consistent results. In today's content-rich program, you're going to learn valuable success patterns because we have a special guest today. He's very special. He's going to be special to you. He's very special to me, a dear one for sure. He is going to share his perspective, parts of his journey and his journey. Oh my gosh, wait till you hear about that. Processes, results that he's had. He is an international speaker, trainer, coach. He specializes in peak performances, mindset development, development, and he is a master at helping others overcome obstacles. He's a professional speaker, communication coach, and corporate trainer. He has served over a half a million dollars, a half a million people, a lot more than half a million dollars, a half a million people globally. He's a Broadway, TV, and film actor. And that alone brings him a very unique vantage point on the power of connection, communication, and influence. He's built a $300 million plus sales force of 140,000 representatives worldwide, all around the world. He has been in direct in the trenches and has business experience doing it because he is in it. He's not just from the outside pointing fingers and saying, this is what you need to do. He knows what to do. Roll up our sleeves. He uh, continues to do voiceovers and is very involved in men's and women's ministry. He's the author of Bluntology. Those are quotes of affirmations and inspiration. He's written several books, The Positive Power 1, 2, and 3. 
He will give you positive power patterns, huh? success patterns. The five R's transitioning from 98% to a 2%. And boy, oh boy, am I excited to have the one and only Ed Blunt here with me on the Success Pattern Show. Ed, thank you for being here. Queen B, thank you for having me. I really appreciate the invite and uh, and thanks for the, the intro. I definitely it definitely puts me in the accountability hot seat whenever I hear any type of intro. So I appreciate it. Listen, uh, I mean, you, you have uh, what I said earlier, I have experienced you in the trenches. I have experienced you. That's how we know each other. I've experienced you um, as a servant leader, bringing tons of value. And, and, and that is connected with your true and kind heart like you you know what you're talking about you know how to talk as a you know actor um and and global speaker but you talk about the mindset now as an as a speaker and as an actor why is mindset so important well my mindset is everything because it's the narrative and the stories that we create that we live from so a lot of people that we've encountered in our journeys you'll see someone and you'll say i don't understand why they're not doing more having more success because you see something in that individual it could be your spouse could be a family member could be a child could be a neighbor and that particular person is living from a narrative of limitation they're more vested in the limitations than they are the possibilities uh, everything starts on the inside first, right? Everything is created twice, first internally and then externally. So whatever it is that we're creating or manifesting, as my mentor, Mr. Brown always says, wherever you're at in your life right now, you made an appointment to be there. If you look at your health and fitness, you made an appointment to be there. If you look at your bank account, you made an appointment to be there. If you look at your relationship, you made an appointment to be there. So whatever is working or not working, that's based on a series of choices that come directly out of the story that you have adopted that you're going to live from. So you you you're you're so well versed in communication and in mindset, and you just brought up a financial piece. And by the way, Mr. Brown, you, we're talking about Les Brown, right? Yes, the great one, Mr. Les the Brown. The great yes. one. And and speaking of limitations, like he did not buy into limitations that someone else was trying to put on him. Interesting that you say that. And so so I, when we have these type of conversations, Bavita, a lot of times people are they tend to focus on the good, just the good stuff. Mr. Brown, Mr. Les Brown actually bought into his own self-limiting belief for years he actually wanted to be a speaker but he sat on the sidelines for 14 years because he had convinced himself that because he didn't have a college degree because he didn't have any corporate professional experience that he wasn't he wasn't credible enough to speak before those types of audiences and it wasn't until someone else came along the same way that your show success patterns comes along every Tuesday, 4.30 p.m., just so you all know, and it interrupts the conversation, limiting conversation. It interrupts patterns that might be self-sabotaging, and it, it invites you to look at yourself differently for greater capacity. 
Somebody else came along, interrupted Mr. Les Brown's story. He bought into their belief until his own belief kicked in. A lot of times we need that, that little, you know, it helps to have something or someone, a book, a person that gives you that nudge. What is what is that pattern interrupt for you? I did a training earlier for an organization and I had everyone in the training room write down. So when you are in a mind freak or when you are in a limiting belief, first of all, you got to be aware that, hey, if I continue to do that, that's the outcome. And I really don't want that outcome anymore. So mm -hmm. what does Ed Blunt do to interrupt that pattern? Well, what you, just, what you just said is master big. at it. Yeah. What you said is big. First of all, the recognition, because we are creatures of comfort. And you all have heard the analogy a million times about the dog on the porch and the guy's walking by and the dog is moaning and groaning. And the guy's like just curious. He kind of stops and looks at the owner sitting next to the dog. He's like, excuse me, I don't mean to intrude. I was just curious. Why is your dog moaning and groaning? And the owner says, because he's sitting on a nail. And he's like, well, why doesn't he just get up? And the owner said it doesn't hurt enough for him to get up. And a lot of people are living their lives and they're in just enough pain that they've gotten accustomed to it. So that the recognition that what you're doing is first and foremost, then what's the interrupt? I personally, I believe, and, and this is a great phrase. I heard it at a Tony Robbins event many, many, many years ago. Proximity equals power. And I like to get around thinking that is our thinking me. I like to get around individuals who are vibrating at a higher level that are stronger in areas that I'm not as strong in. And because I know they can see things, you can't see the picture when you're in the frame. So they can see things, they can pull my coat on something, give me a little tweak. And then all of a sudden that one conversation, everybody here, you've had that experience, right? Where you're going through something and you have a conversation with a friend or your, your, your spouse or what have you. And all of a sudden their perspective, their energy, their positivity, you leave the conversation, you feel totally different. You're like, man, I feel so much better. I feel so much lighter. I feel like, okay, I got a, I got a way out. I got a solution. So for me personally, interrupting the patterns, the recognition first, and then getting around someone that's vibrating at a higher level that can give me a tweak. Love it. I just talked uh, about that, that vibration. Um, Dr. Hawkins wrote a great, great book, Power Versus Force. And the vibration oh, yeah. of shame and guilt is so low. And ugh, I just get like, ugh, I don't even want to, I don't want to even put those words in my mouth. Right. Mm -hmm. But there, when we continue to stick around people that are either putting shame and guilt on themselves or on others, that's, that's truly who we are becoming because we are in that, in that realm, in that field. Yes. And and breaking, breaking that pattern, breaking out of that field is the first step. But that's the hardest, Ed. 100%. 100%. That's the hardest. Pe you know, people rub off on you. And a lot of times people allow themselves. Um, Randy Gates said this. He said, most people spend time surrounding themselves with other people who give them permission to stay the way they are. Mm -hmm. And so... Okay. If you're not willing to stretch and go meet new people and put yourself in new environments, like that's the opposite of what you just talked about, right? It's uncomfortable. Yeah, you're not going it, to. It's, it's a lot harder. You can still do it, but it's just so much harder to change if you don't change your environment. 
I agree. Now, I know you as someone that is always going the extra mile. You're always on point. You're always doing, you know, we check in with each other and we've been checking in with each other. I want to say for, it feels like decades now. And it probably <laughs> is. I don't know. We're not that old. Years. You know, if years. <laughs> years. If, if I'd have long hair, I'd throw it back. Um, how do you stay energetic? How do you stay on point? How do you stay... You know, you said it earlier before we started the show in a, how do you get into a state of flow? How do you stay in flow? How do you, how do you get things done that you are getting done? Self-talk is huge for me. How do I talk to myself, especially when things may not be moving the way I want them to move, or I don't feel like getting up early this morning. I don't feel like doing this particular call. I don't feel like talking to another client. So what's the self-talk and the conversation around that? First one is gratitude, being grateful to have the right frame of mind, health and wellness, emotional, spiritual, energetic, to be able to actually add value to someone else's experience. The second thing is perspective, knowing that there are people all around the world that don't have the opportunities that I have, that we're not afforded the luxury of being born in a place a country and, and, and a part of the world that gives us a certain level of freedom and autonomy. So, and knowing too that I'm, I've been paid for. So those that came before me, my ancestors paid a hefty price so I could have access and I can have opportunities. They had to give up and forfeit their dreams and their goals. And they had to have enough vision to see beyond their own lifetime. They were, they were putting in the work and paying prices knowing that they would never reap the benefits of those those works so that i could reap the benefit and so i in turn i owe a debt to my ancestors i owe a debt to all of those that came before me so when i get in that headspace i stop feeling sorry for myself i stop my moaning and groaning and complaining and i get i get back on the horse and get back get back after it you get off yeah. the nail uh, not that you're ever sitting on it. I've never see, heard or see you sitting on one. <laughs> and that is a very specific form of gratitude. It was so clear and so precise and so specific. Um, and, and in your introduction, in your bio, you're, you're talking about transitioning from a 98% to a 2% mindset. Mm -hmm. what, what is that? So most of us have grown up with, with certain patterns and they may be centered around limited thinking, small thinking, limiting beliefs, making excuses, fear, anxiety, and allowing those, those elements to dictate our directions in life, surrounding ourselves with pigeons and not eagles, tolerating a lot of low vibrational behavior and expectations. So that's a 98% space that most of us will come from. The 2% space is very different because that is from a space of having a vision versus not having one at all, living from your faith versus focusing on your fear, uh, having a supreme work ethic versus Netflix and chill all the time. It's okay some of the time, but not all the time. Um, making, saying to yourself, no excuses versus always coming up with one. 
creating most of us, not most, but a lot of people will create a well-crafted narrative, right? They'll spend all this time telling you about who didn't love them and how the, the, the mama did them wrong and the daddy wasn't there and the boyfriend walked out on them. And the, it's, 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 a, it's a victim mentality. It's a, a narrative that gives them a way out. Two percenters never do that. They look at and take 100% responsibility for whatever they're a part of, even if they're not. And I'll give you an example. I was going to speak at a college and the leader that brought me in asked me to speak on stemming the tide of date rape on college campuses. And so I didn't have any experience with that topic, but I was very comfortable with, with addressing it. And when I got there, one of the first things I said was that to all of the men and the women in this room, we are responsible for reducing these rates. And until each of us, myself included, takes 100% responsibility for that outcome, it's not going to really make a, a difference. When student raised their hand, what is it? What, what do you mean? Like, I don't, he was like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I would never do that. I said, I understand that. But if you're at a party and you notice a young lady and she may not be fully there because she's inebriated, then you, you need to take it upon yourself to look after her. Find out who she's there with. Make sure that they know that she's not in her best state. And if no one is, is claiming her, then you take responsibility and walk her home. Like that's a little thing that you can do to help someone avoid a bad situation. So that that's what a two percenter is focusing on is how can I make the situation better? What what do I have to contribute and what kind of accountability comes with the responsibility so that I can keep elevating as I'm performing? Ownership is a huge one, right? And I, I love that example. And boy, if we could just, just as, you know, citizens of this earth, just take a little bit of ownership to make someone's day better, starting with me and, and, and plugging into that, I think we'd be, we'd, we'd be light years ahead than we are now. But yes. so, so how, how do we bottle it? How do we hand out those bottles? That's the, that's the million dollar question here. <laughs> right. Well, you know, what's that? The, the saying is if you, if you start with yourself, you, you're making strides and then you start with your own home, you're making strides. And from your home, it bleeds into the community, from the community, it bleeds into the city. When the city bleeds into the state, state to the country, country to the world. So obviously, I, I think all of us have the opportunity if we just give ourselves something to do. If it's picking up the phone and offering your services as a volunteer to whatever entity you want to volunteer with, is it picking up the phone and just checking on some of your people that you haven't talked to in a really long time and just say, hey, I was thinking about you, just want to send you some love. Anything I can do to support you, let me know. So little things like that, I think, is a good place to start. Yeah, but and you know what? If if we really look at them close, they're not little. They they make they make the difference. And you have you're in your everyday life, you have a wonderful family, you're very involved with your family. That's the main reason why you do what you do. So you have time with your kids, you have time with your wife. You posted something on social media the other day and I was like, oh snap, that was like point on. I can't remember what it was, but it was on point, let me just tell you. So that's don't, why- don't, don't be so busy being leaders that you forget to be lovers. That's right. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, thank you for that. That was- yep. 
Ooh, that was on point. That was on point. So you, you mentioned finance, you mentioned faith, you mentioned relationships, you mentioned communication, mindset, and all of that plays together. Um, what, what is a, you, you're, in your introduction, you talk about the positive power patterns. Yes. What are they? So to your point, I was, I was taking notes as you were talking, you talked about things that are proven, things that are sequential, things that are actionable, that have the deliverables. So for example, if you do something out of sequence, it could add a lot of unnecessary energy, burden, and time uh, out of, it could take it out of your life. So for example, if I um, meet a young lady, for example, and I don't really know her that well, but I'm allowing the spirit of attraction to override understanding her value system and how it matches up or not with my own, and we end up creating a child before we really know each other, then all of a sudden we did things out of sequence. We didn't really get to know each other very well. We don't know each other's value system. Now we have a life. We're going to be permanently attached to each other. This happens all the time, by the way. And so now, because I did things out of sequence and I didn't follow a specific pattern, I, I, could, I could possibly have created a catastrophic situation. And sometimes when that, that happens, it works out well. Sometimes it does not work out well. So that's just an example of positive pow uh, power pattern is looking at what has worked, what's demonstrably worked before. Whatever it is that you want to do, whatever area of your life that you want to be great at, someone has already done it. Someone's already doing it. So it's very easy for me to pick up the phone and have a conversation with my mentor in business who generates millions of dollars a month because that that keeps me accountable to what my goals are. And I'm like, man, I, my goals are small compared to yours, but I got to start somewhere. So let me make sure that I'm doing the right patterns in order to create the outcomes that I want to create. And people will come to me and they'll say, well, can you give me some insight on fitness? Great. Well, there's certain things that I do every day that I know you're not doing, and that's a pattern, right? So it's not, it, it's easy to implement, but it's easy not to. So that, that's another. And, and they're probably doing something that they habitually are doing, which if they would not do that and replace it with something more supportive, it yes. might also change the result that they're receiving. True. Yeah. True. yeah. So you're saying everyone, each, each and everyone on this earth, is modeling something for someone maybe yes. maybe supportive or not supportive i don't want to put good or Ooh. bad judgment on maybe supportive or not supportive come on one of my friends was saying this the other day she said look when i was coming up if you could get section eight housing you were winning like that was winning in our community and i was like that's so true i remember food stamps i remember running to the grocery store we thought it was so exciting because if there was a sale, we all would go as a family and everybody would get in a different line and get the same items twice, right? We thought it was so exciting. Like that was a big deal. Like that's crazy. We were buying stuff that wasn't even good for us, but it was on sale. So understanding that that um, the, the things that we value and that, that, that stuff is being communicated. I'm very mindful of what my kids see, not, of course, what they hear, but what they see to me weighs more 
than what they hear. And um, it's, it's so powerful when that, that phrase, the rich get richer, the poor get poorer, there's a reason for that. It's a cyclical thinking. It's self-fulfilling prophecy. So thank you for sharing um, a little bit of, of your upbringing. How, how did young Ed cut, cut away from that pattern? How, when did you decide or what happened that you said, okay, we're not getting in line for food stamps anymore. I'm not doing this anymore. Whatever it was, was there a, was there a, a clear cut that you consciously said no? It's a, it, it's a series of, of choices and evolving and developing patterns over time. So I can't say there was one thing. It was simply, number one, going back to that proximity. I began to be very conscious of who I was allowing into my energetic space, who I was choosing and selecting as friends, friends that would hold me accountable, friends that would not tolerate my own BS, friends that would call me out, friends that I was inspired by their example, how they treated other people, how they moved, how they did in their lives and how they performed. And so that stuff rubs off on you too, the good stuff. And then understanding that I don't, I don't know everything. So there are people that uh, I can learn from. And look, I'm still working out some of that stuff mm. that I grew up with. I still struggle at times with wanting to uh, serve and provide for the masses, if you will. Um, I'm always thinking, like, how can I help the least among us? And and sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's not so good because you can you can put yourself up in a position where you're you're giving, but you can't give from an empty well either. So yeah. it's important that you sometimes have to sacrifice those things that you want to do so that you can do them later. Right? You got to have sort of a got to have a plan in play in order to do that. I want to reiterate something that you just said. You made a choice, and although the choice wasn't necessarily comfortable or even you knew what the full you know results going to be you made it so no one may you make that choice consciously or, or subconsciously no one slides into stuff at some point we make a, a decision yeah yeah we surround we, you, ourselves with who we listen to right like you know for example someone reached out to a good friend of mine and they they were they were like i'm about to get kicked out of my place I'm, I can't pay my rent. Can you help me out? And he felt really bad. And I said, well, this situation didn't just come up right before the phone call. <laughs> the situation was an accumulation of poor choices over an extended period of time. And now they're asking you to bail them out. And they're not even looking at what led to that series of choices over a period of time. So I really like you said, it's not, it's, it's very subtle, right? It's, it's kind of like when someone's making really bad choices, it's very, very subtle and they're, they're, they're going off course, but it's so subtle. They don't notice it. And then all of a sudden they're filing bankruptcy or they're 200 pounds overweight or the relationship is over. The, the, you know, the, the love and the passion is gone. They have no relationship with their kids. You know, it, it, it creeps up on most people. And for those of us who consider ourselves peak performers or uh, purveyors of that, 
we have to be even more vigilant because as you said, we have to embody it. Like you're, you made a conscious decision every single Tuesday, I'm going to deliver content to help change the world. Well, that's, that's discipline. That's constancy. It's accountability. It's responsibility. And it all starts and ends with you because if you don't do it, it doesn't get done. So boom. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for acknowledging that. I really appreciate it. So where the, I think to, to, to sum this up, and this is really the good news where there are negative patterns and we all have them. Yeah. Sometimes we, we have them. We don't even know we have them because over generations they have been passed down to us or it's something that we heard and we were programmed um, where there are negative patterns. There are also positive patterns. There's the positive yeah. power patterns and you are, you are not just teaching them, Ed, you're living them, you're breathing them and you're breathing them to uh, onto others and you're, you're showcasing them onto others. And I appreciate you for that. I appreciate you for, you know, giving me the shout. I, I love uh, one of my coaches, his name is David Goggins. And he, he really makes it so plain in terms of it's not going to be fun all the time. As, I, as a matter of fact, it's, you're going to do some suffering, some struggling. You're going to have to have some sacrifice. We're all on this journey to get to get better. And, and there's not one of us that's not going to have to pay the price. Please don't get caught up in all of the shiny objects that are coming at you a million miles an hour every single day whenever you turn on your social media device. Please don't do the comparison bomb. Stop looking at other people comparing their chapter 20 to your chapter one. Stop thinking that whatever you're seeing is necessarily real on social media. Please stop doing that. Come Find on. your inner space. Define for you what's important to you and go make that happen. Boom. Yes. Preach. <laughs> Brother, preach. I love it. I am I am so honored that we are connected. And I am so grateful that you came on the Success Pattern Show because this is going to go out and everyone that needs to hear it will hear it and they will share it with others that need to hear it. So thank you, Ed, for bringing it. Your, your realness, your value, your service, you're amazing. How do people stay in touch with you? And, and, and I think you brought something as well, did you not? I did. I did. Thank you for the reminder. I, I totally forgot about that. Until you just said <laughs> it. So we're, we're going to do a, a free coaching session for the first 10 people that hopped on. So I know, I know the success pattern show will, will you know, relegate that. And then if you want to find me at Ed Blunt, E-D-B-L-U-N-T, Instagram, Facebook, you can DM me. I have a YouTube channel as well. So I'm, I'm easy to find. Awesome. And you're also on, um, this is your email, ed at bluntartistry.com. Yes, so make sure guys that you are getting on with Ed. Um, you want to be connected to him. You want to grab one of those coaching sessions. It's only for the first 10. So make sure that you get with Ed, follow him on social media. He drops real nuggets and I, I follow him. I, I honor him. Um, Ed, thank you for taking time out of your busy day. Thank you for taking time to bring uh, your energy to the Success Pattern Show. And um, I would ask you one last thought that you want to leave us with today. The, the thought is very simple. Something Mahatma Gandhi said very a long time ago, be the change that you wish to see in the world. Be the change you wish to see in the world. Wise words from a wise man. 
Thank you, Ed, for being here. Guys, tune in again for more wisdom next week. Same time, same place at the Success Pattern Show. Get promote promote Ed. the show. Promote the show. Tell people about it. Let people know. Bring your friends with you. Bring your family with you. Let them know. That's right. That's right. Thanks, Ed. Take care. Right. Bye, Bye, guys. Thank you for tuning in. And you will notice opportunities to apply success patterns daily while eagerly anticipating next week's content-rich success patterns.